Eagle Ops, this is Dagger 4 at 8675 Eagle Ops, come in! This is Sergeant Walker separated from my element! Troops in contact, taking heavy fire, and you back up now! Any station that's net, please respond. I'm all alone here. Can't hold on much longer. What's up, guys? Sergeant G here from Stone Vet USMC. Super excited to be here with you guys. Like I tell you guys on a weekly basis, man, I'm coming with new content and new brothers and sisters on a weekly basis for you guys. I'm super excited, dude. I got to meet an awesome another jarhead, dude. I'm so excited about this episode. Like it's 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 hard, man. Like I do this show, right? I'm Stone Vet USMC. A lot of people want to come on because I'm the Stone Vet, right? Regardless of the branch that they're in. But it's great when I'm able to bring on other jarheads, you know, so you can listen to how stupid we really are, so you can see it. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is why we always call them to come do shit, because they always get it done right. You know what I'm saying? I'm super excited to be here with you guys, man. Hopefully y'all's week hasn't been crazy and upturned, you know. Sometimes we have those weeks where we're just like, how is this happening today type weeks, you know. And then there's some weeks where it's just like, man, that was a good week. I didn't have to deal with any kind of stupid shit, any kind of bullshit. And hopefully that's the kind of week you guys have been having. Man. I want to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, Rafa1A. Rafa1A provides the best medicinal grade CBD on the market. Like I tell you guys on a weekly basis, dude. You have to replenish your endocannabinoid system. That's what keeps you healthy. You don't believe me? Go to NIH.gov. NovemberIndiaHotel.gov. Yes, it's a government website. It's a government website. When you go to the search bar, type in endocannabinoid and watch what it pulls up and read it. It's an easy read. It's not even a lot of pages. I think it's like 11 pages. Easy, super easy read. And it tells you the importance of your endocannabinoid system, why you have it, what it helps with, and why you need to replenish it and how to replenish it, right? You have to replace endocannabinoids with cannabinoids. Where do you get cannabinoids from? Cannabis, hemp, right? CBD. That's what I love about Rafa 180 because they provide you medicinal grade. Not that crap you see in the gas stations. Not that crap you see in the fucking smoke shops. Legit medicinal grade CBD. I've seen it. Like I said, I've had the opportunity to go to the lab and watch it be pulled from the plant and put into a bottle. And what's great is that when you talk about oil, I've got a great guest on today that can tell you all about oil and how it works and the medicinal benefits of it. But go check out Rafa180.com. That's Romeo Alpha Papa Hotel Alpha180.com to get all your medicinal grade CBD needs. They got stuff to help with sleep. They got stuff to help with arthritis. They got stuff to help with the back. They've got all kinds of amazing products there, right? And if you go on the main page, right, in the top right-hand corner, there's a little thing that says the Stone Vet. That's where you get my swag. That's where you get my swag. I just had the opportunity to go visit Ginger and David in the operation of really designs. And oh my gosh, let me tell you what, dude, they in it. 
They're doing amazing things with that company. There's a lot of awesome things happening over there, dude. They're doing their things, but go over there and pick up some of my swag, dude. Like I said, this is not final. Look, I can stretch it. It's in the fabric. The way they're printing stuff over there, dude, it's insane. It's absolutely beautiful. I just had a post about it not too long ago. Go check out my post if you guys are following me on Facebook. Like I said, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and share button. Hit that button so you know when these episodes are coming out. I'm almost at 10,000 downloads. I'm super excited. I can't be there unless you guys are downloading this and listening to it on a daily basis. Like I tell you guys, this is what I'm doing over here. If you look down below, right, you see that little QR code? When you got the opportunity, make a donation to Veteran X. Veteran X are doing amazing things in the veteran community. And this girl that I have here today can tell you, can vouch for it, right? Can She can vouch for the things, the amazing things that are out there for veterans. Like I tell you guys, Travis Johnson, the nonprofit architect, you guys know I had him on the show not so long ago. What did he tell you? There's about 55,000 veteran nonprofits in America. 55,000. She can tell you about some of them. She's provided me some resources. I didn't realize there were that many things out there that help veterans get out of their mindset, right? You guys know that's what I've been focusing on lately is mental health mental health and plant-based medicines and how they both work together and how they correlate and how they make for a better day. Even when you're down in the dumps, when it's just been shitty and it's just been, it keeps getting harder and harder. But I'm so, like I said, I'm super excited today. Dude, I got to bring on a jarhead who apparently likes weed. That's the first thing she told me. Who told you I smoke weed? And I'm like, I don't even <laughs> know who the fuck. What are you talking about? Who told you I smoke weed? I said, that's cool. I do too. <laughs> I do too. That's cool. I didn't know you smoked weed, but it's going to make the show that much better. Let me tell you, <laughs> it's going to make it that much better, but well, I'm super excited to bring you guys Miss Chelsea. Miss Chelsea here is another jarhead. She's an old jarhead though. Like she's old. Like she's up there with me. She's up there neck and neck. We're like right there next to each other. Right. She's not part of like the millennial, like last week's episode, the millennial, the millennial veteran, but she's here, man. She's here with me. She's here coming to hangouts, trying to listen to the nonsense, and stupid shit that we do on a regular basis, man. What's going on, Chelsea? How you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm great. Dude. Look, look, it looks beautiful out there, wherever you're at. You out there. Look at that. Look at all that. That's beautiful, man. That's what everybody wants. Look at that. Nothing out there. This is my backyard. You just muted yourself. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. So how you so how you doing today, Chelsea? So I met Chelsea, right? So I get on TikTok. You guys know I, my wife hates it because I watch so much TikTok, right? Because my fucking videos are addicting, dude. You're just like, that was stupid. That was stupid. That was stupid, right? But I met this, I saw this Jarhead's video, and you know, some vets talk some shit, right? A lot of veterans talk a lot of shit to other veterans, you know, but she was showing, like, the trauma, like, what she did while she was in the Corps, right? And uh, a lot of people don't believe it. We put the females through, man. We put them through some shit, right? They, you want to be a Marine? We're going to make you Marines. You want to be a Marine? We go, you want to you be, you want to be equal? All right. We'll make you equal. You want to be equal to us? We'll make you equal. And Chelsea had the opportunity to be equal, right? She was a 240 gunner. She was a 240 gun in the Marine Corps, dude. That's bad. And badass. 50 cal. And a 50, 50. And a 50 cal gun. 50 cal gun and a 240 gunner, dude. That's a 
you guys know, you guys know how those what those guys do, where they, you know, the shit they got to go through when they're doing it. And I was like, man, I just want to hear your story. You know, let me hear your story. That's what it's about, right? A lot of you guys that are watching the show that are listening in, you guys, you guys deal with some shit. You guys deal with some shit from serving over there. You know, 90, 95% of us that are watching served. We all went to the desert. We all sat our fucking boots in that. I still pull out sand from who knows where half the time. Like, where the fuck this sand come from, dude? You know, I got a backpack I use as a gym bag that I used back in fucking 2003 when I deployed the first time. You know, there's still sand coming out of that motherfucker, too. I'm like, where the fuck is all this sand coming from? But I'm able to bring on this jarhead. She was... She was a little badass, dude. She was a little badass, you know. And you guys knew Marinko had just opened up grunts for females. You know, they had just opened up during that time that you were in, right? They were opening it up yep. for females to be grunts. And we were like, the fuck's that gonna work? Like, <laughs> you know, I was skeptic. I'm a man, you know, Chelsea. You know how we all were. We're like, the fuck? Are you kidding me? A grunt? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, Chelsea, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell the people, let's figure out how you became this badass. How, let's find out what got you to become a Marine out of every anything else. How, like, what got you, you know? Well, I was uh, originally, I was stepped into the Air Force for a year, actually. Um, two of my female cousins were both Marines, and they said, hey, um, why are you joining the Air Force? Don't join the Air Force. You need to go Marines. Marines are better. At that time, being 19, you don't know anything about the military, you know, like my maiden name is Sergeant. I was I, I was born right to go into the military because that's my last name, Sergeant. Right. So um, people told me, you know, you're going to join the military. You're going to do this. No, I'm not all throughout school. No, I'm not. I'm not joining the military. You're crazy. So 19 years old, I decided that I wanted to see the world. Um, I was going to join the Air Force and my cousins talked me out of it. Nope. Go Marines. I'm like, OK, I go Marines and do everything that I'm supposed to do, boot camp, MCT, MOS school. And uh, while I was in MOS school, I got forced to be a 3533. Um, they take one class every so often and make that whole class 33s. Back in my time, when we had 3533s, you had the option to be a 31 or a 33. So I wanted what is to go that? To what is that? So the guys know what goes that. Tell the guys what that number is. Oh, I was more I drove, I was a Dragon Master, so I drove a big truck, if you look it up, LVS in the Marine Corps. Um, a so big-ass dragon head. That bitch that yep. always gets stuck in everything. Yeah, we break them and, you know, they get fixed. Um, so I decided that I wanted to go to Okinawa, and I went there for two years. And when I went there, I decided I wanted, hey, let's try Iraq. Why not, right? Why everybody's joining right now. It'd be a great idea. Um, got sent to uh, Tokyo to Mount Fuji to do some training for Iraq, which didn't make any sense, but that's the Marine Corps, right? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> she suggested Yuma. <laughs> yeah. So that was my other, st my other station that if I didn't go a 33, they gave us the option. You can either stay a 31, but you have to go to Yuma or you can become a 33 and you can go wherever you want to go. So I went to Japan and I loved it. And then I decided let's go to Iraq. So me and this girl, Sarah, her, her name Sarah Espinoza, um, we had been together for the first two years and we were gung-ho together. We were like, yeah, let's do this. So I'm not going to lie. The first month I get to Iraq, I was scared shitless. 
I didn't want to go on a convoy. I'm like, yeah, nope. I didn't want to get dirty. I didn't get dirty. So my guys decided, hey, you're not tough enough. Let's pour water on you and roll you in the sand. And actually, in one of my TikTok videos where the guys are holding me, that's what they were doing in the video that you saw, um, where, you know, all them guys were holding me by my feet and my arms or whatever. That's what they were doing. They were pouring water on me and throwing me in the sand. Um, so I didn't want to go on a convoy at first. I was scared <laughs> in the first no convoy shit. I went on. I was so nervous that I stepped on a fire extinguisher went off inside the truck. And we had to evacuate the truck because it turned white and it was horrible. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we um, did nothing but convoys out there. And we were assigned gun buddies. Um, my gun buddy was a guy named Dixon. And he told me... He wouldn't help me bounce the weapons on the trucks by myself. I had to do it all on my own. I had to learn how to be tough. So I would break the weapons down into pieces and throw them up on the wheel well, climb up through the gun turret, climb onto the hood of the truck and pull it all up, re-put it back together and mount it myself. That's how I managed to do it. Um, you want to be so equal? He, yeah, you better get your ass up there and do it. <laughs> that's what and so the thing is, though, is that we hated each other. We didn't want anything to do with each other. So they forced us to be what we called gun buddies. Now, All right. yeah, you know, like he's amazing. He's great. Um, so he, he, he definitely toughened me up. All of the guys did. you know, there was three females in my platoon. Um, so, you know, my staff sergeant was, you know, obviously staff and CO. So she wasn't a 50 caliber 240 gunner. So that left it up to Sarah and I to help our guys. Um, you know, I, I saw IEDs go off. Um, I saw People get killed. Um, I saw us get attacked by rockets and mortars and we got shot at. Um, we fired back. I saw it all. Um, you know, being on the front lines with the guys is not really something that you would expect at 19 years old, especially as a female. Um, you know, it, it really has messed with my mental state massively, which is obviously, you know, what we call PTSD. Um, you know, I have a TBI and... Um, my memory and everything is just completely gone now. You know, we, we have no more memory. Um, you know, and like you and I were talking about yesterday when we first spoke, um, you know, it, it just, it, it changes us into different people. And that's where I decided that I needed to step in because last year I've lost four people to suicide. Um, you know, I have suicidal ideation. Everybody, I think. So I can't really speak for everybody, but I think most of us do that have served, you know, and have PTSD and have seen combat and have done and been where we have been. Um, so I've stepped in and, you know, I've attended a lot of retreats and I've tried to regain my mental stability because I've really done a lot of bad stuff to people, you know, with my spirals with PTSD. And, you know, I, I apologize to everybody that I've ever done anything for, but, you know, it's something that, we try to help, but it's something that you can't help, if that makes sense. Um, you know, so I have decided to look into other methods of trying to treat my PTSD, and that's where the medical marijuana stuff came in. Um, you know, I was against it for so long. I didn't want nothing to do with it. Like, But why? Why, why was it? Why was it, right? You were, you were a Derek kid, weren't you? Oh, it was bad, you know? Like, you spend eight years in the military, and they tell you no drugs. Like, no drugs. You're not allowed to do anything. So I had that mindset still in my, my mind that you know, no drugs. Like, drugs are bad. You know, no drugs. So 
my brother-in-law um actually you know in michigan it's legal so he's allowed to grow and make everything you know he was like hey you know try some rso and i'm like no you're not giving me that devil's lettuce shit like i'm not doing it like no it's not gonna happen you know and a little bit longer went by and he's like just try it it's gonna help you it's gonna help your ptsd just give it a try and i'm like dude quit pushing it on me like you're not pushing your dream on me right finally i caved and then it was godsend it changed my life um you know i would never have thought that i would ever have smoked marrow i mean i did when i was younger but as an adult like you know you try it as a kid but when you get to become an adult it's not something that you really see yourself doing on a daily basis um because marijuana has had that bad stigma throughout the whole how many years now you know that it's a drug and it's bad and it's the gateway to other drugs and you know you get addicted to it and that's really not the case um you know it took me off from Ambien. I was maxed out on Ambien. I was maxed out on Klonopin, and I was maxed out on Zoloft. I felt like a walking zombie. I, that's I crazy. You know what? You I know, just had Mike. I just had Michael on the show not too long ago, and that's what he said. Like he said, they had me on so many pills, dude. I felt like a zombie. Like I didn't have feelings. Like it was just there. And I was like, and I think that majority yeah. of us. That's how majority of us are. The VA just gives yeah. us whatever pills we want. And we just take them and we don't think, you know, and it takes people to stand up and say, dude, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't want to feel like a zombie. Like I wanted, I wanted to feel, I just wanted to live a normal life, you know? And like you said, you were maxed out on everything. You're just like, it sucked the way that feeling. And then you're like, cannabis has been fucking great, <laughs> you know? And that's what I try to tell our mean? listeners. That's what I try to tell our listeners. It's like, are you scared to try it? Yeah, I'm sure you're scared as hell to try it. Yeah, right? You're scared to try it because there's no doctor to tell you the right way or the wrong way to do it. And it's not. It's a it's a learning journey. Like, you have to learn. You have to learn the plant. You have to respect the plant because the plant's got medicine in it, but you have to respect the medicine that it does have because maybe it's not the right medicine for you. Maybe you, that's why I tell you guys. That's why on my Wednesday episodes, I talk about the terpenes because, like I said, the medicine isn't the flower. The medicine's the terpenes that are in it. That's what the medicine is, right. the terpenes, the little trichomes that are coming off the flower that you see when they when they highlight the bud, you see all the hairs coming off. That's the medicine, guys. That's that's why right. I tell you guys why it's like you guys have got to educate yourself. You've got to journal. When you first start, start journaling. Okay, this is the name of the flower. These are the terpenes that are in it. This is how it made me feel. So you know, I didn't like how that one made me feel. I got real anxious. My anxiety went real high. My chest started hurt. What terpenes did it have in it? It had this one, this one, and this one. Don't smoke anything with those terpenes in it. Let's go to the next flower. Oh, that made me feel good. I felt hot. I felt like my body was relaxed. I was relaxed. Everything was just great. What terpenes did it have in it? Start looking for more, more of those terpenes. Start looking for different strains of flower with those terpenes in it. Because those are good terpenes for you. And that's why I tell you guys, you have to educate yourself and learn how to do this, right? Because the medicine are the little terpenes, the little hairs coming off the buzz. That's the medicine. And when you understand how those work for you, you can start getting outside of that headspace, right? And Chelsea will tell you, she dealt with a lot of trauma, not just from life, but while she served in the military. That added to her normal, everyday trauma that she was that she dealt with, right? Yep. And I've got fibromyalgia. I have osteoarthritis and I have rheumatoid arthritis as well from the military. Um, you know, I've had a total disc replacement done in 
my back from it. Um, and I'm about to have two more discs replaced and um, possibly in my neck as well. We're going to find out more on February 6th. Um, you know, so the marijuana, our medical marijuana, um, you know, it has, I can tell when I'm on my break. I, like, you know, I was telling you, like, I can tell when I'm on my break because my pain increases drastically. My anxiety increases drastically. My insomnia comes back 10 times worse than what it was before. You know, this drug has honestly, and I wouldn't even call it a, it's a godsend. It's a plant. It's, you know, not really. It's a plant. It's natural. Um, you know, if it wasn't meant to be smoked and used as a medicinal plant, then why is it here? You know what I mean? Like, it's been, I it's been used for thousands of years. That's what I'm telling people. I said this this plant has been used for thousands of years. You know those those fucking big ass pyramids they built in Egypt. What do you think they used to treat pain, dude? That shit hurts. It's that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you know. That's what I tell you guys, man. This it's a plant. Is it? Are you scared? Yeah, I bet you are, because you don't know anything about it. But that's why I do. That's why I have this platform, so you guys can listen. I bring on veterans who are using it. They can tell you their story on like how it's changed their life. Like it brought back feeling. To start slow, I would definitely yeah. start slow for those that are scared. Um, you know, because like I said, I was scared to do it at first and that just that little rice grain size of RSO that I started out with, you know, it dressed, it changed my life right then. I mean, you know, and then I found out, Hey, there's different strains. Like, you know, there's a sativa that keeps you energetic and more creative and focused, but it can also cause paranoia. And then there's an indica that keeps you chill and mellow and makes you want to eat everything in your house. Right. So what are the, what are the, side effects i don't understand it helps people eat that don't have an appetite um helps with nausea you know it helps with so much stuff and you can't overdose on this you can't die you can't die from it um you know go to so sleep if, 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 yeah you just go to sleep um you know so if you need more you just increase your dosage and that's how it works um but it continues to have the same effect i think you know no matter no, how absolutely. much you increase it or you know, so I just, it's, it's helped a lot. Yeah. Mental, you know, a lot of mental security. Right. It's of able to get out of that headspace, right? That headspace of being lonely and being, you know, it, like she said, there's strains out there that are like creative strains. They start moving those creative juices in your brain. You're like, oh, I think I'm going to go draw or I'm going to go cut some wood out or I'm going to go build something or I'm going to do this. Right. There are some strains and they'll, it'll, it'll energize you and you'll be like, oh, I want to go do something. Like, I want to get out and enjoy the day right you know and so that's one of the things guys that i that that, that i try to tell you about that i try to talk to you guys about and let you know hey dude look this is this is medicine right and so after you i mean why you started because you started you were in for eight years right you were in for eight years you're kind of like me because i did nine so yep right there. yeah so i mean how 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 was your transition like you did that because so so you were you were you were detached from your unit you went with a different unit when you went to iraq mm -hmm. yep so i was originally with third tsb as a red patcher um and then we got sent to second tsb which then became clr 25 and then it became clr 27 i think um so i was with a ground unit for my first two years of my military service 
Um, after I left Okinawa, I got transferred to Cherry Point, and I deployed with them again in 2007. And let me tell you, there is a difference between air wing deployment and ground deployment. Um, you know, yep. it's totally different. Yep. The way that the ground unit is versus the air unit, like, there's no, I have nothing against either side. You know, I love both sides of it and the people that I've met along the way, but it's just more relaxed on, on the you know, air wing the side. Air than it is on the ground side. Um, there is a difference. So it was kind of a shell shock, um, you know, going from that to that and just, you know, people just not calling me corporal and just calling me by my last name. And I'm like, no, like, I earned my rank. You're, you're Lance Corporal. You're going to call me corporal, you know. Um, so That's why I got out. Because that's that generation that was coming in. Like I said, I got out in 09. I got out in 09 yeah. and I was like, I can't do this, dude. You guys are so disrespectful. Sorry, SOBs, dude. Like, I've been doing this shit since 01, and this is how you're supposed to do it. Like, what the hell? And I, I went and talked to my brother. He was a drill instructor. I said, it's your fault. It's your fault the core <laughs> is the way it is now. They start with you, and when I get them, they are pieces of shit, dude. They are scum, dude. Like, they don't... Like, they say... They're like... They, they look at you like you owe them respect. And I'm like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, no. Like, yeah, I've heard about the new generation. I've, I definitely, um, I don't think that the new generation would have lasted back in 2000. I mean, not that 2004 was that long ago, right? Mm. Um, keep, thinking so. that. keep thinking that. You keep thinking that. Yeah, you know, but I, I think that it was definitely a different world. Um, different Marine Corps, I should say. You know, we, we in the Marines now, they just kind of all willy-nilly it. And I think the only time I see them stand up parade rest when I go on base anymore is if they're in formation or something. Um, right. They don't even do... They don't. Even, they, they got rid of sir and ma'am. I was like, what the fuck? That's, that's tradition. What are you talking about, sir and ma'am, dude? I, I was like, there's no way. you Get rid of get rid of sir and ma'am? I was like, so what do you call the officers? You just... Good afternoon, Colonel? Yeah, I don't maybe. I don't even. I wouldn't even know. I know that they took out my my MOS is gone. I know that it's been depleted, so Has there's it? no longer thirty three, thirty ones now. So that makes me feel really old, you know, because thirty threes have been around for a really long time. And you know what I just found out? They they were giving twenty thousand dollars a bonus to sign up again with my MOS. I was like, the fuck is that? Are you kidding me? Seriously? Mine is a shitty ass MOS, and when I was re-enlisting, you didn't give me shit. You're like, eh, we're not giving you no bonus or anything. Now it's like twenty thousand dollars. I was like, get the fuck out of here! Are you kidding me? Who's yeah, I was an O four eleven. I mean, I didn't really. I used that mainly at in Okinawa. That's just where you order stuff. It's like a MIMS clerk, is what it is. Mm. But um, but I had three. But uh, I mean, it's just different now you know um like we yeah. were talking we were in the same barracks actually you and right, i right, right. you know and people i think also don't understand that the marines are it, the marine corps is just so small you know mm -hmm. it's not um it's not as big as people think you yeah. know because you're like asked me yesterday if i knew somebody i'm like yeah i know that person and you know we're in the same barracks together and you knew mama son and papa son and yeah you know so there's yeah when, when you meet right, other military yeah, that's what the people don't understand. I was like, Marine Corps is tiny, dude. Like, we were tiny. I said, when we were maxed out, I think we were at 246,000. 
when we got maxed out. Like, but after after the war was over, they dropped it down to like ninety thousand. Like, there's not that many Marines. You know, there's not a lot of Marines out there. I mean, that's why they did the few and the proud, right? That's why everybody's like, you guys are always talking about how you're the Marines, and but you got out after four years. I was like, because you can't say it. That's why we say it, because you can't say it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't walk matter. around saying, I am Army or I am Air Force. Nobody says that shit. They say, I'm a Marine. You know? <laughs> There's never former. You are a Marine. Yeah, you know? And they're like, you guys are the proudest freaking people who quit the soonest people that I know. I'm like, but I got a title that you can't claim. Right. <laughs> you're just jealous because you can't say that you're a Marine. That's all it is. It's cool, bro. It's cool. I get it. I'd be jealous too if I couldn't say it. <laughs> yeah. And like we were talking yesterday, like it doesn't matter. I mean, I think it stands pretty much for any veteran, but I hold this especially for Marines because I mean, we're Marines. When you meet another, it's like you just know each other. Like, right. you know, you've known for years and years and years we talked about that yesterday like it feels like we've known each other for years but we've just the second time we've spoken you know like no that's that's what people don't understand that's you know and that's what a lot of people don't understand right guys you know i gotta tell you guys i mean when other vets are around we can talk to each other we know how to talk to each other because we can we can say one thing like oh I remember that. Like I told you like i talked like we said yesterday you gotta yeah in okinawa in the summertime when you get out of the shower you still sweating. You're just like, oh, why am I still sweating? I just got out of the shower. And I was like, and that brought the feeling back. I was like, ew, I can feel it. Like, I was like, gross, you know, like, because it's how it was in Okinawa in the summertime. It, when it was hot, when it was hot it was and nasty, hot. You, you were sweating. Like, it's 100% humidity on that island for whatever reason. It's just stupid hot, you know? And it, that's one of the things as veterans, that's, that's, that's what we do. We talk to each other and we just bullshit with each other and we just bring up our stories and we just hang out. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people like the VFWs and stuff. They have a lot of trouble bringing us into them because a lot of those places like that are all like freaking Vietnam veterans, you know, it's a whole different era, you know, it's a whole different era. That's like the, the, the Vietnam and the desert storm, you know, but like for us, like I said, like a last week's episode with Jenna, who's a millennial veteran, because she was in like 2013 to 17 or some shit, you know? And uh, she was like, I struggle still. And you're like, you struggle? But she's a vet. She's a Navy veteran. She did her four years and got out. We shouldn't look down at her because she's younger. She's still a veteran. People and She struggle. still does. Yeah. And people struggle for different things too, you know, in a lot of like my therapy sessions that I've been having, you know, like I told you, I'd go on retreat after retreat, you know, constantly I'm on a retreat. Um, it doesn't just help, you know, fix things. It kind of helps reset your brain is what I call it. I call them my brain resets. Um, and they give you different tools to take home to, to help keep your anxiety down or to help teach you how to focus and you know to try and bring your ocd levels down because if you're like me and you know you got ocd problems massively like it's hard to bring that down we would like to give a huge thanks to rafa 180 rafa 180 offers pure medicinal cbd and products made locally they walk alongside individuals to achieve a healthy lifestyle 
with options needed by each person. You can learn more about them on Facebook at Rafa CBD, their website www.rafa180.com or email at rafacbd at gmail.com. They truly believe your journey matters. Um, and they teach you, you know, relationship coping skills and they teach your kids like how to learn to live with you because it's hard. It's hard on us, especially, you know, I know it's hard on our families and our children when we deploy, but I don't really think that people understand the effect that war does have on you unless you've been there. Um, and you know, that's the medical marijuana. If I didn't take it, I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to you like this right now. I'm my anxiety would be out and my service dog isn't even near me right now, you know? And so medical marijuana, it it definitely like my mom is so against it. And I love my mother, but I really wish that she could just understand that I would rather be using medical marijuana than a walking, non-emotional, you know, just dead zombie all day long. You know, I, I play with my kids. Um, we do fun things now. I'm not in as much pain when I do take it. Um, you know, I, like I told you, I've been lessening taking it right now because I'm trying to go on a a little bender, just, you know, bring my tolerance back down. But, you know, it, it, they can, they can tell a difference in, in me when I am medicated and when I'm not medicated. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, yeah, it helps. No, absolutely. And that's what a lot of people, right? That's why I bring on a lot of veterans who use this plant, right? Because I want our brothers and sisters to be like, oh, shit. They're dealing with the same shit I deal with. Like, I just realized I had ADHD, adult ADHD. I was like, what the fuck is that, right? And now I'm like, <laughs> oh, that explains it. That explains why I'm a dumbass. You know, why I do stupid shit. That's why I continue fucking my relationship up with my spouse. Fuck up my relationship with my kids, with my friends, right? Oh, you know, and I'm trying to learn how to how to use it, right? Because I, I go to a therapist on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. I go to a therapist. I have to deal with this mental health shit. And he's like, he's like, I got it too. He's like, I got ADHD too. He said, but it's like a superpower. If you look at it, if you know how to use it, he said, once you learn how to use it and how it affects you. That's how it becomes your superpower to become a better person because then you can use it to benefit you versus to be against you. Like I just used it not too long ago and I blew up. Like I, I was like, fuck, dude, you know, and I, after everything happened, I sat there and I was like, I shouldn't have said shit. I should have just shut up and let it go. But instead, I got all fucking emotional and I let everybody see all my emotions and I made people mad. I made people cry. And I was like, I went back to him. I said, I am so fucking sorry. I seriously am. I shouldn't have said anything. Like, I should have just kept it to myself. I shouldn't have said anything, right? And I talked to a couple of people, and they're like, you have to say it. Those are your emotions, though. And I'm like, yeah, but if I wouldn't have said anything, everything would have been okay. Like, it would have been, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with it. Instead of me stepping away from the situation and breathing, doing breathing techniques to calm down, I reacted, right? And you guys listening, I know, I know fucking, if not all you, pretty much all you react, right? When something's not going your way. When it's not going your way, you react. And what do you do? You cuss, you scream, you yell, and you hurt your family's feelings that are telling you this shit, right? You hurt their feelings. 
And then after you sit back a little bit and you refresh and, and breathe it in, you think about it like, damn it, dude, why did I act like that? Like, I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just let it go I'm, because I'm fine with it now. You know, and it sucks because we don't know how, right? Like I tell people, we say, like Marine Corps boot camp, you know, it's the longest, hardest boot camp there is. 13 fucking weeks of bullshit. First thing they do, they cut that emotional tie. Why? Because if, if you care for somebody, you're going to die. If you care for something, you're going to kill your brother, your sister. So what do they do? They cut that emotional tie. No more emotions. Cut it out. You can't be emotional in the Marine Corps, right? But you do four years. You do four years, 14 years, or 40 years. They don't show you how to get fucking emotions back. And what does that do? It fucks your relationships. How many fucking veterans I brought on here? They're on the second, third, fourth, fifth marriage. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You know, I'm like, damn, it took you that long. You still ain't figured out how to fucking do it. Like, I'm like, damn, dude, like you got issues. Like we all have issues. And if we don't treat it, we don't know how to deal with it. You take it to the next relationship. You take it to the next relationship. You take it to the next relationship. If you don't deal with it. If you don't learn how to deal with the fucking trauma you endured, and this is some of the stuff, right? And this is why I bring my guests on so they can tell you how, what they're doing to help them, right? Because there's no doctors out there that's going to tell you how to do it. There's no doctors going to tell you the right way to do it because it's just their opinion. They don't know. They're just like, this is what I would recommend. And you're like, all right, well, I'll try that, right? And so that's why I've been going to meditation classes. I'm doing meditations. I'm doing breath works. I'm using plant medicine to help put me in a better mood when I feel like shit. When I feel like my whole world's falling down, I go and I smoke or I take an edible just to uplift me, allow me to feel better, you know? And this is one thing, like Chelsea said, you know, I mean, she came at me like, how you know I smoke weed? Like, she going to beat my ass because I found out she smoked weed. I'm like. Cool. Did you I not see the name? Time. Did you not see my name? Okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, but Chelsea, I mean, with the shit that you endured while serving overseas, right? You're serving in Iraq. Like the trauma, like what brought you? So you said your your, your brother, right? Your brother-in-law, your brother got you into weed. Yep. And now, right? Now you've been using it for how how many how many years have you been using it now? I've been on it now for um, I want to say six years, but I've been making my own stuff. So like you were talking with the terpenes, um, you know, terpenes. I've done a lot of research since the beginning of my trial of the RSO to now. Um, you know, so terpenes you can add it to if you're infusing stuff, you can add it in there and give you that extra you know the extra additive. Um, but there are terpenes that you can buy separately on Amazon for like the capsules. You can make capsules. You can. There's different ways that you can take medical marijuana. You don't just have to smoke it. And a lot of people, you know, um, I have worked at medical marijuana um, doctor's offices where they prescribe the medical marijuana cart. And, you know, a lot of patients will come in and they'll say to me, you know, I don't like smoking. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, we have other methods now. There's patches. You know, there's creams. There's inhalers. There's vapes. Like, you know, there's edibles, there's all kinds of different ways now that you can ingest 
the, the medical marijuana. You don't just have to, to smoke it like a lot of people think. And that's one of the biggest stigmas with the new cannabis patients that do come in and see us, you know, is that's what they think. So that's another thing I think that needs to be talked about more too, um, you know, within the medical field of because, you know, patients will come in and they just, they don't know. Right. And a lot of patients, right? Like you guys know, like I had Lucky on the show a couple of weeks ago, and that's what he did when he was here in Oklahoma. He worked at a lot of worked at a dispensary here in Oklahoma City. And that's what he did, right? He's trying to help educate. Because a lot of people are like, I don't like to smoke. Okay. You know, he's talk, he talked about patients being per, uh, paradoxical. And you're like, I was like, what is that? He's like, well, you know, those people who take Sudafed and stuff and Benadryl and they don't get tired. He's like, yeah. He's like, don't give them a fucking indica. He said, give them a sativa. You want to put them on their ass, give them a sativa, dude. He said, they're paradoxical. He said, I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I didn't know what that was. He's like, those are the people who don't get tired when they take Benadryl and stuff. Those are the people who are like, oh, let's go, you know, when they take a Benadryl. Like, somebody like me, I'm like this. I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I'm all tired now, you know? He's like, you're not paradoxical, you know? But, I, you know, and that's one of the things, like I tell people, I say, you got to learn. You don't know about this stuff, you know? You, you learn as you're going around to use it, right? You journal it. You say, okay, this is what... And there's plenty of people out there like Chelsea said, hey, what can I help you with? What are you looking for? You know, we got different methods. And she was telling me of ways to make candy and stuff. I was like, oh, well, I never thought about doing it like that. I guess I could do it like that. Huh? I was like, I'm about to start making some edibles, you know. <laughs> I'm going to start making some edibles, you know. You got. So that's good. That works. That'll help. Right. And so, and that's what a lot of people don't. So a lot of people don't understand the other is that there, there are other methods, right? The other option, remember I told you about the, um, the, the, what was that? The, um, what was it? The Jolly Ranches? Yeah, no, the oil when you're infusing it, um, not using the butter machine. Cause if you use the butter machine, I feel that it pulls out more of the chlorophyll taste. So I like to use, oh, the yeah. and I like to infuse my stuff on low overnight in the oil. You didn't know about that way. And then, you know, so at least now you're learning up as you go see this is the stick like part of people not knowing about marijuana you know like they they don't know all of these other ways that you can do it and you know it, you pull out different things with different methods so um yeah i like talking no, about it and about it no absolutely right and that's a lot that's a, that's a lot guys like i tell you guys you guys know me. I'm all about connecting people. I'm all about getting people connected in the right direction, meeting the right people, doing the right things, right? I told you my community is massive, dude. Like, I have a great community. They've been helping me so much, especially during my mental health phase that I've been going through right now. They've been helping me so much. Like, and this is what I tell you guys. You have to build your community around you, about around the things that you're into, people who are doing the same things you want to be doing, associating with them people more, right? And during this time of my what, what I'm going through right now, I've had an opportunity to go and visit people that are in the state. Like I've been traveling here and there. I'll, I'll drive for an hour, two hours, whatever, to go visit them for a little bit, right? Because I want to make face. I want to let them know, hey, I do care about you. Like I, 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 I sincerely do care about you. Like this is, this is what it's about, right? Supporting each other, making sure that we have each other to lean back on, to be able to just, hey, dude, how's your day? What are you doing, right? Because we suck at relationships. We suck at keeping friends. We suck at keeping spouses. We suck at being good parents. Like we suck as veterans. We suck. 
we know we suck, right? And the sad part is we all know we suck at being a good friend. We all know that, right? And so, like me, I like to I like to enjoy, you know, I like to smoke. I do like to smoke, but I love my edibles too because it's a different high. It's a different high. When you're processing it through the liver versus when you're processing it through your lung, it's a different high, right? And I enjoy, I enjoy both. And like Chelsea, Chelsea makes her own damn oil. I can't believe that she like she makes her own oil because she knows what works for her. She's been learning along this way, right? It's been a journey for you, right? Yeah, it has been. Uh, it's, it's like I said, I started it six years ago, and I've done a lot of research. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos, or I'll connect with other people that know what they're doing, and I'll learn from them. Um, you know, I was telling you about how to do the Jolly Ranchers. A lot of people don't know that you can do that. Um, so that was the first way that I learned how to do it. And then I eventually just started buying my own candy stuff and adding the flavor and, you know, doing it that way. But yeah, there are different ways that you can do it. That's crazy though, but it's out there, right? And like I said, you had to learn, right? It wasn't just, I just jumped in and started doing it, right? You had, you had to learn. And I, and that's what I tell people. I said, there's a ton of people out there. If you want to learn how to do this though. There's a ton of people like, oh, let me tell you, I'll show you. Because they want to talk about it. Like Chelsea said, she's like, I love talking about it. I love talking about how this stuff has saved my life, how it's allowed me to function on a daily basis, how to be a good mom, how to be a good spouse, like actually learning how to emotionally connect again, you know? Yep. And that's started the, the veterans chats too on Facebook and on the TikTok. Um, you know, like I said, I, I lost four four people last year to suicide. Um, three of them were veterans and you know, one, one was actually my grandfather. So, it, you know, it, it's kind of this year, this part of the new year um, is when I kind of decided that I really need to start working at my mental health, like drastically. So right. that's why we started these talks and um, it, it helps, you know, because it doesn't only connect you with people that you did serve with and you can bring back those memories. You, you can talk to other veterans in other branches and learn about what they did and who we, who they were and, you know, stuff like that. So, um. no, absolutely. I mean, they, and one of the things, right. So Chelsea, she said, she's talking about these retreats. So apparently if you guys don't know, there's these retreats around the country, apparently across the country, right? Like 55,000 veteran nonprofits. So there's probably one close to you, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like she said, these retreats are, are, are those retreats that are out there. I know you see them every now and then. They might pop up on your Facebook feed or something. But these are paid for retreats for veterans to go to get their fucking shit together, to get that brain together. And they help the veteran and they help the families of veterans, right? And she, she told me, she told me about one here close to me. And I'm like, I want to go check this out, right? Because a lot what we don't do, we don't talk about mental health. As veterans, we don't talk about our mental health. We know we're fucked up, but we don't talk about it. But we know we fucked up, you know? And everybody knows, oh, you're a veteran? Oh, you're fucked up. Like, they, <laughs> they know you're fucked up, right? And you're like, fuck, dude, stop looking down at me like that. Like, oh, and I know I'm fucked up. Everybody knows I'm fucked up, right? But it's like, you look down at you, and you're like, damn, dude, why are you looking down at me? Like, seriously. But if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not doing stuff to take care of yourself, it's just going to get worse. It's just going it, to get worse. Oh, and you push everybody away. Everybody. Like, family, friends, you don't care. Like, if you're, when you're in that downward spiral or when you're in that down set front mind frame, you know, you, you don't care who you hurt. You're, you're like a tornado. You're, you know, you, 
it's awful to feel like that. And, you know, that's why I said after those four suicides, I just kind of, you know, I don't want to be one of the 22. So I've made it a huge goal of mine this year to change my mindset and to fix my mental health and to help myself, but not only myself, others too, you know, anybody that I've served with, they all know that they can call me and they do. They call me at all, all hours of the night. And if I'm not sleeping, I'll answer the phone. Um, you know, they know that if they need anything, they can always come to me. Um, and you know, and I'm just not, I don't go to anybody. And that's what you're talking, you know, um, I, I let everybody come to me with their problems, but I don't go to anybody with my problems. So, um, you know, it, it's hard to get it's out a of struggle. that mindset. It's a struggle. Yeah, it is. It it's, is. A, it's a struggle, right? Because that's how, that's how 95% of us are. Come to me if you need yeah. something. I ain't going to go to nobody. But I've been learning. I've been learning to reach out to people. I've been reaching out to my community and they've been taking care of me. They've been helping me a lot. You know, they've been helping me have a better understanding of spirituality and energies and all this stuff, right. That, that does consume our bodies that we're not aware of that we don't treat, you know, and learning about this stuff. I'm like, huh? Hmm. Okay. 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 Let me get a better understanding about this. Let me figure this out. Right. And I just told myself, I can't do it no more. I've been doing it my way for way too long. And it's the wrong way. It is. It's the wrong. And, now, it's, and it's a battle. It is a uphill battle. Seriously. Like, I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like you'll still have your setbacks because I still have my setbacks, but I can tell that I've improved about 80% so far, you know, with just everything. And it's, it's a, it's a battle. I mean, people don't understand how hard it is to pull ourselves out of the hole that we dig ourselves into. Um, you know, so you got to start with yourself most definitely. And that's where I think a lot of these retreats, if you go to personally by yourself first without your families, um, you, you go to as many as you need until you know that you're in a good place for yourself. And then you can start either bringing in your children or you can bring in your spouse. And, you know, there are retreats that allow just yourself to go or your fam, like your wife and, you know, your, or your spouse to go and your kids to go or all three of you guys, you know, to go. Um, so it's not just a retreat for just the veteran. And there are also retreats for spouses to go to as well without the veteran. Um, you know, so I, I take my kids on these retreats and it teaches them how to deal with me having PTSD. You know, like when mommy's angry, it's not because mommy's angry at you. It's because, you know, mommy, you know, has whatever X, Y, and Z issue going on. So um, it takes a lot, especially for kids, because they don't understand, um, you know, so it's it's they're really beneficial they really are and i know i know a lot of people are like well i don't have the money to do it well they're paid for a lot of them are paid for not all of them most of them are paid for um mm -hmm. if you google it once when you look them up um you can if you want to post you gave me a list okay, so, so guys i'm gonna have yeah I'm, yeah I'm gonna have that list i'm gonna post it on my facebook page the stone vet group page i'm gonna yeah. put it in there right so if you guys are listening you ain't part of the, the community page i got some questions in there Answer the questions. You don't answer the questions, you're not going to be part of the group. Just plain and simple. I know I don't do a whole lot in there. I, I post, I make a couple of posts here and there every now and then when I, I want to feel like it's good, you know, but I built the community for us as veterans that we have somebody who can reach out. Hey, dude, what are you doing? I'm over here. Where are you at? I'm over here. You want to get together? Though? Let's get together, you know? This is what it's about is getting together, meeting people and talking with them and interacting with each other. And, you know, some of these groups are just 
bogus or whatever, you know. And I know I need I need to do more within my group, but I'm gonna post these these retreats and all these resources that she gave me. She gave me a list of resources, dude. I'm like, God, yeah, this is a lot. But she's like, she said, from one of the yeah. So she, and she like she said, a lot of them are already paid for. You just got to show up. Like you don't have to worry about anything. Like you're not coming out of pocket for anything. You just got to take time off work or whatever you're doing. And they're co they'll cover everything for you, which is great, right? Because like I tell you guys, with your mental health, you have got to get a handle on it. You have to get a handle on it because you don't get a handle on it. You're going to ruin everything that everything good that, that you have in your life. You're going to ruin everything that's good in your life if you don't get a handle on yourself, right? We all know we're fucked up. We all know we have trauma we're dealing with. You know, we all know that those nightmares bother us, those thoughts bother us, right? But you have to talk to somebody to get over it. They're never going to go away. They're always going to be there. But when you learn how to deal with it and how to cope with it, that's when you start healing. You know, and Chelsea will tell you that she's seen shit. She got put through some shit being a veteran. She got put through some shit. She had to do some shit. And she'll tell you, she still don't reach out to people, but she'll talk her ass off. Dude. She'll talk your ass off. You sit down and talk with her, she'll talk to you for hours, dude, just to bullshit with you, right? And it's it's good. It's good. It's great. She's great to talk to, dude. If you want somebody to talk to to get out of your headspace, you call Chelsea. She'll talk to you. You know? She'll talk to you just to get you in the right space, you know, because she needs it too. She knows she needs it too. Yep. See? And I, I like I said, I just, oh, I mean, you know, everybody always comes to me. So I don't, I just always feel bad going to, you know, people that reach out to me because I know that they already have their own problems and I don't want to put my problems on somebody that already has problems. So, um, you know, my, my husband is really good about it. He's a veteran too. So he understands, you know, that vets reach out to me at all hours of the night. Um, you know, I've had veterans reach out to me at two o'clock in the morning and wake me up and I've talked them out of suicide. Um, and he knows phone rings, you know, he, he knows. So like if, if you know me, you know, call me like, um, even if you don't, I mean, you can find me on Facebook and I'll talk to you. I mean, I, I've got people on my Facebook that have found me in random groups, like veteran groups that talk to me and I don't know them. I've never met them in person, but they talk to me. So she's she easy to talk to. Dude. She'll talk. You'll spend all fucking day on the phone. If you don't watch it, you don't watch the clock. She'll talk to you. You'll talk all fucking day. Like oh, I got to go do some shit. Let me get off the phone. I got to go. I got shit to do. Let me get off the phone. I got to go do some That's shit. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I got shit to do. Let me get off the phone. I've been on this damn phone too long. Let me go. I got shit to do. I'll give you a call later. <laughs> you know, but she, I mean, that's, she's here to help us. She's here to help the community, guys. Like she's, like I said, she's making her own oils. I saw it yesterday. She showed me her. I was like, you made that? She's like, yeah. I was like, you're taking care of yourself. You knew what it took to take care of yourself. You had an understanding of how this medicine helps you, how, how this medicine can help you become what you think is normal right to help you have a better understanding you know and so that's what i try to tell my community you guys that are listening in a lot of you guys are already potheads i get it <laughs> you know we get it you're piehead, right but we have to come together and help support each other that's the biggest thing guys this is why i do the show that's why i love doing the show it's therapy for me this is my therapy session you know and I'm able to hang out with a brother or sister, and I'm able just to bullshit. We're just bullshit, just hang out and just talk, right? Because a lot of people are like, 
man, somebody should just put a camera up and we're all just hanging out. Like, if we was at the smoke pit, imagine somebody had a camera out while we were out there. Dude. Imagine the stories that they would have fucking caught, right? You know? They tell some fucking stories in that smoke pit, dude. There's some crazy ass stories. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I'm like, what the hell happened, I right? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, and yeah, there, I mean, we've had a lot of fun. Being Jarheads, we've had a ton of fun, guys. And you guys know all that stuff, right? You guys know the crazy. You know the stories. You remember the stories, you know? And that's what that's what Gunny Esteli did with with Born in a Bar, right? That's what he did with Born in a Bar is gather those stories because he's like, these stories shouldn't die when the veteran dies. Like, the stories should live on. And they should, you know, because, man, we see some stupid shit when we in the military. We see shit that you'd never see anywhere else, you know? You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what the hell was that? Like, why? What went through your head when you thought of not doing that? Like, what the hell is wrong with you, you know? Because people are different. We're all different. We all have different thoughts and shit goes through our heads. And when you when you start digging in, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, why are you thinking that, you know? But it's crazy. But that's what makes the military so enjoyable. That's why we miss the camaraderie because you don't get that anywhere else. People are just people. In the military, especially in the Marine Corps, we're just ourselves. We are who we are. You know, and we come from all day. I've met some crazy ass people from all around the world. I'm like, damn, dude, I would have never met somebody like you in my entire life doing anything else. You know, you meet people from yep. fucking the bayous to fucking all the way up towards fucking yuppers, fucking Wisconsin to Boise, Idaho. You're like, damn, dude, you guys are weird as hell. Like, you guys are not like me, <laughs> you know? But that's what that's what's great about the military. We miss the camaraderie, right? That's the biggest thing. And Chelsea, you, you you're doing a you're doing like a, a podcast type thing now too, aren't you? It's not. I don't think it's really a podcast. I'm just gonna go live on TikTok. I think on Saturday at like 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, you know, anybody that's a veteran or even family members, if you, you know, I know a lot of family members are confused because they don't understand us. You know, we we go to the military a different person and then we come out of the military a whole other person so you know they don't understand and they, they need to learn how to deal with us so you know even civilians if you want to learn more about maybe why your spouse is doing what they're doing or how you can help them you know there, there's other veterans that are going to be there you know to give input and talk to each other um i just think that maybe you know, somebody needs help and they're scared to reach out. Maybe this will be their outlet to, you know, reach out to somebody. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it can lessen the 22 somehow. Um, maybe even if it's just one person a year, you know, I mean, that's still one person a year. So, um, hopefully. no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what we're all here for, right? Everybody knows that. That's why we do these podcasts. There's thousands of veterans of podcasts out there. Thousands of them, dude. Everybody's on the microphone now. Everybody's doing this, right? Everybody's doing a podcast, right? But you guys came to come listen to me, which I appreciate a lot, you know? But that's the goal with the majority of us who do the podcast that are in the podcast world is that we want to eliminate the 22 a day. We want to try to get that small that number as small as freaking possible, dude. Because like I tell you guys, every episode, while I'm sitting here hanging out with Chelsea and enjoying my time with the we got a brother and sister who's taking their life right now as the show's going on, and it sucks. They didn't hear about the show. They didn't know about the show, right? This is why I say get out there and share it with your community. 
share the stone bet with your community. Let's see if we can bring them over here and be supporters of what we do and what we believe in. That's the only way we're going to eliminate the 22 a day is by sharing content, helping each other out, getting the word out there. Hey, have you heard of this crazy-ass Sergeant G? Sergeant G crazy as fuck. Have you heard what he's doing and how he's doing it? You should listen to this episode. This is a good episode. He's talking some bullshit, dude. Like, you want to slap him sometimes, but he's talking some good shit, you know? And But this is great because I'm able to bring on our brothers and sisters, right? Our brothers and sisters who are struggling just like us. Struggling through the same shit just like us, dude. We deal with shit. We're trying, we don't know how to deal with it. There's no book out there to say, hey, if you suffer from this, this is what you should try. I got I got something. You suffer from something, might want to try a little bit of flour. Start with a little bit of flour. See how it makes you feel. See if it makes your attitude adjustment change. See if it gives you an attitude adjustment. I bet you it will. I bet yeah. you it give you an attitude adjustment. Like if you're angry, if you're pissed off at the world, like 95% of us are pissed off at the world. It'll give you a little bit of an attitude just like, oh, I'm not so mad now. I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's the when I'm... <laughs> Chelsea knows, right? But we were talking and we're like, ain't it sad that our, our, our significant others know, like, hey, did you smoke yet? Did you take your medicine yet? <laughs> no? Go take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know. they know. My kids yeah. know. My aunt knows that like my whole family knows you know right yeah we all know they know right and i was like i appreciate you telling me to go take medicine because i probably needed it right because i knew i was outside of my lane i shouldn't have been impeding over there you know like i said i blew up recently and i was like i should have just kept my fucking mouth shut and not said anything like now i hurt their feelings and now i have to step on eggshells around them like not to fucking hurt them anymore you know and it sucks dude but we put ourselves there you know, we put ourselves in a situation that sucks. <coughs> you know? Yep. So, but I mean, Chelsea's got her own little lives that she's doing on TikTok now that so you guys can come over and talk to her. Maybe you guys can go on live with her too. Talk to her on TikTok on live. I don't know how that works, but she bring you on. It'd be a whole community. Everybody on there talking, just talking crap, right? Why? Because that's our job, dude. That's our job is to help each other out. How do we help each other? Nobody else is going to help us. Yeah. No, and you yeah. can't talk to each other like that, at, especially if you're a civilian now. You can't go to work and be like, hey, fucker, what's up? Like, that's just right. not, you know, plans operate. Well, not most. I mean, you know, there are some, I guess, professions that you could say that too. But, you know, every day in the military, like, you know, we have like our own, I guess, language. <laughs> how one would put it. I don't know how I would put it. You know what I mean? Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, so unfiltered and I guess it's military. They'll see how it is. Right. No, and I, you're absolutely right. You know, luckily for me, I work in an office. We're all we're all veterans. So we know we, we can talk to each other like that. Like we know, like, come here, fucker. Let me show you something real quick. You know, <laughs> but you do that to like civilians. They're like, what'd you call me? Come here, fucker. So I can show you how to do this real quick. You can't talk to me like that. The fuck you crying for, dude? I just I told you to come here. What are you crying about? You called me fucking. Right? The fuck are you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what are you then? You know? You're just like, all right, dude, I'm sorry. You mean to hurt your feelings. You don't have to cry about it, dude, you little bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the sad part, Chess is like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> 
you know, but but that's what we we, we gotta we gotta like we work in some of these jobs. I mean, like our office, like I, we got a door on our office now that we have to close the door when we're talking now because I was like somebody walked by not too long ago and they complained about us and they're like these guys the way they talk. I'm like, why are you walking by the fucking office? What do you expect? We're all fucking prior service military. What do you expect? You know, so we're probably some of the most disgruntled people here. Why? Because we know how that this shit is all fucked up and we shouldn't be doing this. You know, I was like, if we hurt your feelings, walk the other way. Don't walk by the office. We're going to hurt your feelings. Walk <laughs> by the office. Don't walk by the office. You know? <laughs> so now we have to make sure the door is closed whenever we're talking in the meeting. You know? So it's crazy, man. So we're getting close to the end of the show, Chelsea. You got anything? How you want to let these guys? How you want to let the audience go? How do you want them to get in contact and stuff like promote what you're doing? Um, I mean, you guys can find me at uh, USMC Vet eighty four on TikTok. Um, you can. I'll add myself to your group, the Stone Vet, um, USMC, and then you guys can find me in there too. Um, and then I'll start communicating. So we'll we'll start there because I'm still. You know, like I told you yesterday, I'm I'm still I'm nervous, so I'm working up to it. So we'll see. No, I get it. I, she's nervous, dude. She in front of a camera. She was in front of a camera all day yesterday. She was talking her ass off yesterday. She kind of edgy right now. I guess like, so your medicine didn't kick in. Come on now, you gotta can't get out here. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's kicked in now. She's like, oh, better stay quiet. Oh, well, people see how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, so she got great content out there. If you want TikTok, check her out, USMC Bed84. You know, she's getting up there with us, dude. She's about to be as old as us, so. <laughs> yeah. So come over almost. there. Go check, go check out her content. She's got some great stuff. Like I said, she provided some resources for a bunch of a bunch of veteran resources that are out there. She gave me a whole list of I'm like, I gotta upload all this stuff now. So I gotta go with tech downloaded and uploaded and everything else and so it'll be in the group page under files along with all the other stuff that i have up there you know for you guys to get into and get start reading it read this content like i tell you this stuff but i tell you do your own research to make sure i ain't bullshit right i said if you if you if you think i'm telling you good stuff then go with it but if you think ah, i don't know go research i'll upload what i just read it from so you guys can read it too so you can get what your interpretation is of it you know and i give that stuff there so you guys have resources you know, but I'm going to have all the stuff, all the way to contact her. It'll be all down in the description box down below, you know, so you can reach out to her and say, hey, I need somebody to talk to. Or I need somebody to bullshit with. Or, May, I heard you make your own oil. Can you show me how to do it or what I need to do in order to do it? You know, like how I can make my own medicine and stuff like that. She'll help you. She'll tell you, like she said, she likes talking about it. She'll tell you all about it, how she does it, why she does it, the way she does it, stuff like that, man. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this day, man. Hopefully it was great content that you guys got to hang out, got to just be with us for the be with us for the time being, right? It sucks, right? Our mental health sucks. It, it sucks being alone. I hate being alone, right? So I call, I try to call people and talk to people and stuff. You know, I, I hate being by myself. I hate it. Something's always on. The radio's always on. The TV's always on. Something's always on in the background. Do that with these episodes. I've got over 187 episodes out there. This shit can go all day long, dude. Like, my content can go all day long. Just play it on YouTube, on your TV, and just have it playing in the background. Have it playing in the background so you don't feel like you're by yourself. And you can be like, oh, I'm with Sergeant G. Sergeant G's talking to whoever because I've got tons of vets. 95% of them are vets. Just talking about how they're making it, how they're dealing with it. How am I doing it after serving in the military? They're telling you their stories. 
Why? Because they're great stories. They're great stories about how they're dealing with life after serving our country, right? Because there's no right or wrong way. We're trying to all figure it out. We're all trying to figure out how to live this life, you know? But I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, enjoying this time together. Go check out my sponsor, Rafa 180. That's Romeo Alpha Papa Alpha180.com. Go check them out. Check out some of the great content. They got great stuff on there, man. Like I said, you have to replenish your endocannabinoid system. Get some great CBD in order to do that. Like I said, it's great for people who are who still have to take drug tests for the job. You won't pop. Oh, you guys know I was on a drug testing position for two years. I took this product every day and I didn't pop once. 100% THC free, guys. You have to replenish your endocannabinoid system, man. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope you guys go pick up some swag. It's still cold outside. Get some hoodies, dude. I got some t-shirts. I got tank tops. I got everything. Go check it out. Go pick up some swag for yourselves, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me, enjoying this time together, enjoying the time with Chelsea. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for taking time out of your day to be here to hang out with me and my in my community and just tell your story, you know, so people know who you are, right? Because like I tell you guys, everybody's important. All of you are important. Nobody can do what you do. You're the only one that can do it. And I need you here every day because if you're not here, I can't find anybody else to do what you can do. You are not replaceable. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you're going to consume cannabis, consume it responsibly. If you got questions, reach out. We'll help you. We'll help guide you along your journey, man. Don't forget to check out my new episodes every Wednesday and every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me, man. Remember, guys, here at the Stone Vet, we got your six. Situations. I stay alert for my enemies trying to do me some harm. I fight for your freedom of speech.